join the Coast Guard or Coast Guard Reserve. Save lives, stop drugs, protect the environment. Call toll-free 1-877-NOW-USCG. The Coast Guard. Jobs that matter. Imagine what it feels like. You can do it all. The Coast Guard. Jobs that matter. The Coast Guard. Call toll-free 1-877-NOW-USCG. The Coast Guard. Jobs that matter. Hello and welcome to the Brothers in Armchairs podcast. We are friends brought together through our years of military service who share a common interest in movies and pop culture. I'm your host, Dell, and with me today is my brother, Kenny. Aloha. Aloha to you, my friend. Today is Coast Guard Day. Yes, it is. Probably my third favorite holiday. Third? Yeah, third favorite. Well, I mean, not very, not very semper of you, my friend. It's behind Christmas and my birthday. So, well, all right, a- we'll, we'll make allowances. <laughs> we'll make allowances. My birthday is very popular. It's very popular. Well, there's a whole podcast show on Kenny's birthday if you guys are interested. Crap Corner Classics, baby. That's right. That's right. That's where we open up that vault-ish thing that has, ooh, it's got some movies in there, folks. It's it's like, a, instead of like one of those nice safe things, it's like one of those gym lockers. It's not really, <laughs> it's, it's that kind of vault. Now imagine as we make our way to Kenny's Crap Corner of movies, it's the, the theme from Tales of the Crypt. Yes. And I'm in there at the very when you get to. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. See, we're already laughing. It's a good Coast Guard day already. Very good. On August 4th, 1790, the United States Congress established the Revenue Marine to serve as an armed customs enforcement service. Known as the father of the United States Coast Guard for his role in creating the Revenue Marine, Secretary of Treasury Alexander Hamilton headed the new armed service and with the construction of 10 new ships known as the Revenue Service Cutters, smaller medium-sized ships built for speed, commenced enforcement of the United States Customs and Tariff Laws. Since its creation, the Revenue Marine Service has gone through many changes. In 1894, the Revenue Marine became the Revenue Cutter Service, and in 1915, the Revenue Cutter Service merged with the United States Life Saving Service and officially became the United States Coast Guard. In the decades to follow, the United States Coast Guard merged with the United States Lighthouse Service in 1939 and the Navigation and Steamboat Inspection Service in 1942. The United States Coast Guard is the Maritime Security Search and Rescue and Law Enforcement Service branch of the United States Armed Forces. Yes, we are an armed force, believe it or not. As the oldest continuous seagoing service of the United States, the Coast Guard has been involved in every major United States war since 1790. Today, the Coast Guard is composed of nearly 90,000 employees that include military active duty and reserve, civilians, and auxiliaries, nearly 1,900 ships and boats, and over 200 aviation aircraft. Today, August 4th, Coasties all over the world celebrate our birthday as a service. While not considered an official holiday, whatever, Coasties all over the world look forward to this day to partake in various forms of celebration, such as parades, barbecues, games, tours, etc., with the overall goal to boost camaraderie amongst Coasties, their families, and the communities they live and work in. Very nicely done, sir. Very nicely done. Now everybody knows why we do this thing we call Coast Guard Day. 
You know, and, and you're right in saying that everyone is celebrating. You know, the cool thing is that it's different everywhere. You Everywhere there's Coasties, it's different based on the locale you're in. So like on Coast Guard Alameda Island, California, they'll celebrate by hosting a large-scale celebration filled with talent shows, eating contests, live bands, barbecue competition, free barbecue, and mystery meat, quote-unquote. They, they put it on their flyer. Uh, static displays with the occasional celebrity or pro athlete appearance. I believe the Raiderettes usually make an appearance. And the last year I went to that celebration, they had a balut eating contest. You know what balut is? No, but I have a question about the Raiderettes. Like, do they still show up even though they're now in Vegas? Yeah, I don't know. I, I it was, uh, you know, sometimes when they're doing things for that long, maybe, I don't know. Not hmm. sure. Maybe it's like one of those gigs they don't want to lose. They're like, like, well, we have this gig, this built-in gig, August 4th. We don't want to lose it. Just hey, tell them we'll for the Raiderettes, it. maybe that's like the free trip home, right? They get yeah. a free trip back to Oakland, right? Maybe. But yeah, so balut is a, is like a Filipino food. It's basically kind of like a fetus. So an egg that has gone beyond just yolk. Like there's an actual chicken in there. So I'm just yeah, going to go out of looking, record here. I'm, with, I'm looking at your face right with now. With the That's, current Supreme Court uh, issues, I don't know if we should be talking about this. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a Filipino dish. Anyway, I wanted to mention that because it, it you know, for a lot of people, it is, it is as disgusting as the way I just described it. And Sounds it has gross. a very strong, pungent aroma. And the winner of this contest, and this is why I bring it up, was a, it was a, probably one of the most laid-back Coast Guard officers I ever met in my life. This guy named Dan. He's Caucasian. And by the time he was on number six, eating them like they were Tic Tacs, everyone else on the stage who were brown and Asian was looking at him like he was crazy. (laughs) And they just stopped. They were like, I'm done with one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I I, I think I kind of hit my limit with the hot dog eating contest that we used to have (laughs) in in Hano. Like, that was it for me, right? (laughs) And even that was kind of depressing as far as hot dog contests go. I mean, like the max, I think it was like nine or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I tried, dude. I got, I got four down. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was drinking water. I was trying to shuffle it in. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. But you get in the mood, right? They sell you. They're like, yes, I could do this, even though you know you probably can't. But you give it a shot anyway. Of course, it's always the least likely person that's going to win the competition. Now, another. Uh, so I did look this up. Also, Coast Guard Base Elizabeth City, North Carolina. I think we call it E City loosely. Uh, they are celebrating this year with quote unquote the biggest best mind-blowing Coast Guard Day event ever. They'll have uh, kids games, local vendors, food by Curry Tuck Barbecue Company, and the Daniel Jordan Band, along with Jonas Hurd, to entertain the crowd all day. Uh, Jonas Hurd, the fifth Jonas brother we don't talk about. (laughs) (laughs) One place that I have been to a few times in Grand Haven, uh, Michigan, which is the very first Coast Guard city, mind you, They'll host probably the most amazing celebration. It lasts for 10 days. So this year, from July 29th to August 7th, Grand Haven will host an amazing jam-packed event with popular tribute bands, a cardboard boat race, which actually sounds really fun, marathons, uh, car shows, ship parade, carnival, street dance, golf and softball tournaments, craft fairs, food booths, and much, much more. And uh, this one is open to the public, folks. So if you live near Grand Haven and you are listening to this podcast before August 7th, I'd say get over there and, and join the festivities. And then here in Hawaii, we have a, a beachside event with food trucks, games, bouncy houses, live music, DJ, and more. Always a good time filled with camaraderie, mainly because 
you can just run right into the beach and enjoy the day away. And then for you, Kenny, what's going on up there? I don't know. What? (laughs) So, you know, this is my first year. uh, Finally retired from the United States Coast Guard. Uh, I will tell you that uh, I'm on a email distribution group with a bunch. uh, I should say it right since I'm military. This is a military pod. I was on an email bang list. And in that that distribution group uh, is a bunch of retirees. And, uh, you know, it's. It's hey guys, what's going on? Is the air station going to do anything? Is it nothing from the air station? Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> so I mean, I can tell you from personal experience, having been stationed at that air station, uh, you know they do something fun. They usually go to a water park or something like that. But uh, I think probably the best Coast Guard day that I I ever went to. Uh, as you know, I I had springy hand problem. I used to volunteer for stuff all the time. Springy and, hand problem. Yeah, I like it. yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, at my first unit, when I made warrant, uh, I was the morale officer. I volunteered to be the morale officer because I like doing this stuff. And I planned and hosted the Coast Guard Day celebration in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And I'll tell you, that was probably the best Coast Guard Day event uh, I had ever been to. Uh, Not bragging too much about that. In your biased opinion. In my biased opinion. Right. But yeah, we had officer versus chief softball game. We had a kickball tournament. We had racquetball. We had a pie, a pie in the face contest, which is, you know, it's always fun when you could nominate your boss to get a pie in the face to raise money for morale. (laughs) Huge barbecue. Uh, You know, we had local food trucks. We had a bouncy house. We had a water slide. Like we had all this amazing stuff going on at the at the Biomone housing in Puerto Rico. Uh, And it to this day, I still have the fondest memories of that Coast Guard day. My Kids had come out to visit and they were there and they were having a blast. And it, it was just wow. one of those memories that just lives on in my head. Like, you know, Coast Guard Day is something special. It's something fun. It's something that we can enjoy with our families. And it's always fun because we always include the community around us. And nice. I always thought that was kind of cool, too. Previous to September 2001, the local communities were usually invited to partake in Coast Guard Day celebrations which was an awesome way to bridge the local community and coasties in celebration, like you said you were doing in San Juan. Uh, and, you know, I, while I don't know if that's still a thing because I haven't been to many, many a different celebration, I do feel like it's a key component, a key part of the celebration of the Coast Guard, since a lot of folks look at us more like they're local firefighters rather than a police or DOD force. I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. When I was looking at when we're doing a little bit of research for Coast Guard Day around the world, I was like, oh, this is cool. So, you know, civilian celebrations in Coast Guard cities are alive and well, uh, like I previously mentioned Grand Haven. uh, But Coast Guard cities, for those who don't know, are towns that have been designated by Congress as going above and beyond supporting their local communities. And the application process and subsequent approval is not an easy thing at all, which is why at current there are only 29 Coast Guard cities. And that include, but aren't limited to, Grand Haven, Michigan, Alameda, California, Kodiak, Alaska, Hull, Alaska. I should also mention that pretty much everywhere in Alaska, Alaska has been designated. San Diego, California, New York, New York, which I was surprised. Camden County, Georgia, Wilmington, North Carolina, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, and so many more. So celebrations in Coast Guard cities are usually similar to the previously mentioned Grand Haven 10-day Coasty Palooza, and they are open to the public. Yeah. So Wilmington, North Carolina, I was stationed in North Carolina. I got to participate in the Coast Guard Day celebration for that particular city. 
And those of you that don't know, the Coast Guard Cutter Decisive, which is a 210-foot cutter, is the centerpiece of that celebration because they moor up in old Wilmington downtown. Uh, you know, you can get tours, you know, people often like stop and talk wow. to them. Like, it's pretty cool. Like that, that boat is more than just a boat. It is like a museum for that entire downtown. Everyone talks about it. And so when I got to participate in that, when it was a full weekend, uh, you know, it went from uh, Friday to Sunday, they had events. They had, uh, uh, you remember the, the coast, the auxiliaries would bring that uh, coasty boat thing. That come oh, out. yeah. Like, the little boat, the remote yeah. control boat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they'd have a parade that had that coasty boat thing out there. We'd have a Coast Guard mascot dressed up, you know, the Coast Guard bear. Uh, it was just pretty cool. And I have to admit, like, it was neat to see the whole city get involved. And they truly love their Coast Guard. The mayor came out, said a few words, which is kind of neat. We had there was a senator there that talked about the Coast Guard. And it's just nice to know that, like, you know, people at home know this. We're a very small service. There's more yeah. New York police officers than there are coasties. So, yeah. you know, to know that that, you know, we matter to the community at large, it felt good, man. It felt nice knowing that people like us around. That's really awesome, man. And, you know, you just said something that I had never heard before. There's a Coast Guard bear costume. Yeah. So um, the Coast Guard Academy their mascot is the bear. They're the Coast Guard bears. It's a part of the Coast Guard Academy. And yeah, so that particular celebration, they had a guy dressed up in a, a Coast Guard bear costume complete with PFD. And, you know, they were out there. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen this before. I'm going to Google this after we get done with this show. <laughs> All right. So before we get to the wrap up as a recent Coast Guard retiree, has Coast Guard Day changed for you? Yeah, so Dell, I mean, like it's it's hard to talk about, but essentially it's become a little bit of bittersweet. I meant it when I said it's one of my favorite holidays. And so to have it kind of ripped away from me a little bit, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it kind of hurts. Um, the good news is, is that I know it's still happening. You know what I mean? Right. I know that that celebration right. is still going on, but I'm no longer part of the collective. I'm no longer part of the group. And so since I'm no longer part of the group, it hurts and it feels like a limb has been cut off a little bit. Mm. And so it's been very difficult transition for me as I've been slowly but surely learning to live a regular civilian life post-military. And I'll tell you that like, I miss it, dude. I miss it a lot. I know yeah. what's going on. I'm jealous of like you, you know, cause you still get to be there in the thick of it all. And, uh, you know, Arnez too, he's still working for the coast guard, you know, he gets to be in the, in the thick of it. So I miss it, man. And uh, yeah, it's changed. I, I still love it. I still talk it up. I still tell people it's Coast Guard Day. My wife was going to San Francisco with her sister and I. she goes, oh, we're, we're, I said, when are you going out? She goes, oh, August 4th. I said, oh, you're going on Coast Guard Day? <laughs> and so, you know, I, I gave her I gave her a ration for it. And I'll tell you that, yeah, it still means a lot to me. I she love didn't the tell Coast you, but she's going to the Alameda Day celebration. That's yeah, yeah. Going. That's it. You know, taking the kids, <laughs> yeah, having a good time. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, man. So. I, still, I feel you, still man. I, I can feel you. I mean, I've been out. I've been retired a lot longer than you have. But like you said, I'm back in the collective. I love that you call it a collective, by the way, because uh, for a lot of folks out there, if you don't understand Coast Guard Day, the event, if if you're not in a Coast Guard city, and even if you are, I, I imagine to some degree, the event is actually put together by Coast Guard, like by volunteers like Kenny, who would take time out of their day, their liberty time, their weekends and volunteer to put this thing together, contact vendors, work with them, set up the place, serve the food, clean up after it's over and go home. So your celebration 
in San Juan was not necessarily everybody else's celebration, but your celebration was putting this on for everyone else and being happy yeah. that people had a good time. And when you're outside of that collective, it is a difficult thing. I can understand. I was out for a year before I got back in, but now that I am back in, you know, again, you're part of the collective. You're you're rebonded like the Borg. You're you're one you're one <laughs> with everyone, and and you're included in everything because it is a very inclusive service. I'm a civilian. Uh, some people don't know that I'm a retiree, but that doesn't change the attitude in my role. They hey, we're going to see you at Coast Guard Day. Hey, you know, see you tomorrow. You know, da 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 da. And so it's a very good feeling. Um, of course, I do live on an island. So even if I wasn't, the celebration is not that far away for me to get to. And it, you know, they welcome all. So uh, while I, I guess I'm bragging in your face, Kenny, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, what going, that's what's going on with me, man. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. And I'm glad uh, you get to participate because it makes me feel good to know that like people like you, people that I went you know, up through the ranks with and such still get to play. Um, and for those of you listening at home, if you're, uh, you know, if you're in one of these Coast Guard cities, I highly recommend you go check out the parade. You go check some of this stuff out because it is a lot of fun and learn what your Coast Guard does in your community. But also, too, for the Coasties that are listening to this, man, I just want you to know how proud I am of being a part of this service, how proud I was to be an active duty Coastie and how proud I still am to know that that flag is flying and that the service is out there doing God's work. So. Thank you to all the Coasties out there. And that includes you spouses, because guess what? If mama's not happy at home, that Coastie's not getting the job done at work. So thank you to everybody. That's awesome, man. I, I don't even want to say ditto. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a killer statement. So uh, with that, folks, I guess no movie, no movie review today. Just uh, two old salts, Kenny and I talking about our love of Coast Guard Day and sharing it with everybody who listens to the show. Uh, but you know, fear not, tomorrow's show is uh, on Jerry and Marge Go Large. A very underrated feel-good movie that, according to one critic, is as comforting as grandma's chicken soup. Uh, and that critic was Dell. If you, if you want, <laughs> if you want to hear more about co the Coast Guard in general, check out last year's Coast Guard Day episode where we had the privilege of interviewing two Coast Guard pilots and one rescue swimmer, and they all helped us review the Kevin Costner Coast Guard search and rescue movie, The Guardian. It is one of our most popular episodes broken up into three parts for your listening pleasure. To all the Coasties everywhere at home and abroad, ashore or at sea, active duty reserves, auxiliary civilians, and retirees, we thank you for your service and wish you a wonderful Coast Guard Day, however you choose to celebrate. Thanks for listening. And for myself and Kenny, this has been a Brothers in Armchairs podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Aloha. Just to enjoy the day, catch fish. These were recreational fishermen uh, that were out there on a family fishing trip off of Cedar Key where they launched their boat. We limited out <laughs> and we were done. We were just having fun, throwing bait out, enjoying the day. These storms came in so quickly. They built up so quickly and nobody knew they were coming exactly. You're looking at waves going up and it's, it's starting to get scary. Um, we already had on life vests by then, and just more water's coming over the boat. We started radioing Coast Guard because we were about to go down. Mayday, mayday, mayday. And they had some interaction between themselves and the boat. They didn't get an exact position. They lost communication shortly after, 
but the watch standard got just enough information to know that they were in distress and also to tell them to stay with their boat no matter what they did. And it's flipped and now everybody's in the water. We're all trying to scramble to get back to the boat. And um, we're trying to figure out bearings. A wave come over your head. <laughs> and you just, you're trying to grab on to anything and everything you can on a slick boat. And it's just like, hold on now. And you're just getting battered by waves coming over your head. My life vests keep coming off. They were in the water for quite a while. Uh, the H-60 and the C-130 launched from Air Station Clearwater in the afternoon, searched overnight. Honey, like, okay, <laughs> Uh, who are these guys at? We're screaming, you know, <laughs> doing everything cold, soaked, running out of faith at this point, you know. Uh, we've been praying. They have to navigate around thunderstorms to get into the search area. So it was a good 12, 13 hours of searching overnight with no results because of difficult search conditions. So we were launched in the morning. We were called in early. We were told that the other crews had been searching overnight and they needed relief on scene immediately. And we came on for what's called a first light search. What we got from Sector was our first assigned search. We searched there for about an hour. We didn't find anything. Sun came up, waves started getting a little worse again. But uh, after about two hours, I thought I heard like this little buzz noise. And I'm like, no, you know, my mind's been playing tricks on me all night long. It's nothing. We started our own search nearby. We found something almost immediately, some white floating debris. And then after that, a full cooler full of fish. Once we found that full cooler full of fish, we knew that they were somewhere close by. This had to be our boat. And you see this little speck? And it's, and it's <laughs> a big helicopter looking for you. Shortly after, we found four people sitting on top of an overturned boat. We knew that was it and we just started doing circles around them. Um, they didn't have any communications with us, obviously, so um, they just lowered me down. I just reassured them that they were safe. I just made sure that we had everybody accounted for, nobody was missing, and I asked them about any injuries, and we hoisted the older man first because they told me he couldn't swim, so I wanted to make sure he was safe first. The rescue swimmer would recover one person, swim them over to the basket, we would hoist them up. Once they were actually safely in the cabin and strapped in a seat, we would get the next one until we had all four on board. This case uh, was a feel-good case for us. We get a lot of cases and they don't always end well. This was one of those where you had a very thankful family coming up and they had spent a rough night out there on the water and we can only imagine how rough it was. And it just felt good to see their faces and uh, their expressions when they came up and they were thankful for being there. We found them and, you know, it was my first rescue, so I like got this big surge of adrenaline and I was like, wow, this is, this is cool. to finally shake your hand again. Yeah, it's all honor to shake your hand too, man. That's <laughs> it's great to see you so again. much, man. It's Truly, great to see from again. all of our families, thank you. Oh, I can't man. even think of a word. To thank you for even choosing this career. <laughs> like, whatever in your childhood made you say, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, I thank that moment. 
Because without you guys, I wouldn't be here today in, in honesty. I'm lucky to be alive. Without Coast Guard, I wouldn't be here today. My family's from Florida to South Carolina. They, they'd be missing a family member, a, a son, cousin, brother. It doesn't matter. Thank you to the Coast Guard. It's, it's truly a gift. Thank you. Wow, he's bad. Ha, 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 ha.